to Leitner. Puts it up. You're listening to the Culture State Podcast. Get ready. Welcome back to another episode of the Culture State Podcast. I am Chris Lee. And I'm Dennis Cox. Hey, um, it was cool. So we wanted to have both Hardy Boys on. Yeah. And just to just to tell people about our creative process, yeah. um, we always talk about who would be some of our dream guests for Culture State, who would make Culture State. And for early sure. on, we said we wanted the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, we have I have ways uh, people who I know who know them mm-hmm. um, to get to them. But you know I didn't want to know some people. I, yeah. But I didn't want to, like, use those immediately. I, I just kind of yeah. felt like. If we sat back, the perfect moment will come to where, you know, you don't have to use those particular um, favors at that moment. And AEW comes to town, AEW reaches out. Yeah. WWE is coming to town, WWE reaches out. Imagine that, And right? so we had Matt Hardy a few weeks ago. This week, Jeff Hardy, his brother. Here's the thing, Chris. We didn't have to reach out to them. They want to be with <laughs> us, okay? That's the mindset. No, 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 no. We, 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 we don't. It's, it's real, though. We're it's real. Gonna, we're not going to go asking. We're not going to come begging. No, no, yeah. no. They came to us. Like, no, no, no. We want to be with you guys. Because we're Which all is, about putting the state of North Carolina on the map. And who better than Matt and Jeff Hardy in terms of pop culture and entertainment that put this state on the map, at least in the terms of the world of professional wrestling. And honestly, that's what kind of makes it cool, though, if you think about it, because um, <laughs> like literally every guest that we've had on here, we've gone out to ask them. Yeah. But now, like literally the Hardy Boys, it was their organizations, WWE and AEW reaching out uh, to us, which is freaking amazing. Like, I, I still think it's like, you know, wow, OK, that is that is this real? Like, can I am I pinching myself to see if this happened? So anyway, I grew up watching. Uh, the Hardy Boys, like most yeah. people who are you know around my age or a little bit younger, uh, who watch pro wrestling, yourself included, um, the Hardys were just super um, influential. They were really cool. Um, you wanted to be like them. It was you know just two brothers that did all the cool moves and had the cool matches and just looked amazing at the same time. And then if you're from North Carolina, they were from North Carolina and they sounded like you know your friend down the street. Exactly yeah. like your friends down the street. And that's the thing, thing I thought was amazing about it. I mean, there's just a couple Carolina boys who work in tobacco fields. That's exactly who they are, yeah. who they were growing up, which a lot of people in this state can relate to. That's it's exactly who they are. And just the fact that they are from just the small town of Cameron, you're just what, Moore County, you drive through, you blink, you miss it, <laughs> you know? Um, and just the fact that the talent that's just come out of that area, you know, we yeah. talk about how, you know, Kinston's, you know, pumping out you know basketball players and you know nba stars more uh, county and pro wrestlers man more county and pro wrestling because you look matt and jeff hardy i believe your your old trader trevor lee aka cameron grimes if i correctly uh, is- caprice coleman he's yeah. from carthage which is in uh more county he yeah. was trained by jeff by matt matt hardy um i believe shannon moore is from down there yeah. um you know champagne <laughs> there's so many different people that's from yeah, that and not far from there's in Johnston County is Hurricane Shane Helms. Yeah. So there's that little cluster of the state right there has just produced some of the best wrestlers that have been known worldwide um, in, in the world of professional wrestling, whether it's been with WWE, WCW, you know, other various promotions. Just the fact that they come from this just small area in this state, 
it's it's just so cool to think about. So when it Jeff Hardy, I think um, you know, you think about the Hardy boys in general, people love the Hardy boys. But you know, no disrespect to Matt. I think Jeff Hardy, though, he's the guy that really kind of took most people's um, you know, you know, by by the heart. Like people love Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting because Matt is the more outgoing personality. He's the one that's going to talk to you, and uh, he's the one that is is um, you know the more extroverted of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Jeff is more of the the introvert. He doesn't really talk that much, but oh. the face paint, the way he expresses himself, the dancing, and all that, it really grabbed a lot of people's hearts. And um, you know, he is he's the guy that you know a lot of pro wrestlers have mimicked themselves uh, after you know. You know, some of my friends I like to talk about and, and you know, kind of compare wrestlers um, to rappers. And, uh, you know, we talked we're going to talk to Jeff Hardy about that. But I think another good comparison for the Hardy boys would be the rap group Outkast. Right. Okay. Big boy is Matt Hardy mm-hmm. and and Andre 3000 is Jeff Hardy. Okay. I, I've talked about that a lot with with friends. And the reason why I think it's like that is because it's an amazing duo Big Boy and Matt Hardy, they are they are what grounds the group. They yeah. are, you know, uh, they are very uh, sound with their technique. And if you, because their partner is so eccentric, some people think it's boring, but it's not really. Like, they're just, they're there to ground it. They're there to give you uh, the, the good meat. And then, you know, you have the eccentric one who's going to add all the flash. They're yeah. simple but they add some flash to it, which makes it pop. And uh, that's Andre 3000 and that's um, Jeff Hardy. And I, I love uh, watching the Hardy boys. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see them together at some point um, wrestle together. We'll see if it's going to be in WWE or elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully we'll see them uh, wrestle together again uh, before it's all over. Yeah. That's a great comparison. I never thought of it in terms of outcasts, you know, with big boy and Andre 3000, the, the comparison between the no. two. But it I is do. good when you have oh congratulations. Um <laughs> when um uh, you have when you have someone that is eccentric, like you said, with uh with Jeff Hardy, you do you do need the balance that comes with it because mm-hmm. if they're mm-hmm. both just if if they're both exactly the same, then you, you don't have any sort of dynamic when it comes right. to the two. And you actually see that you're talking about their influence in the world of professional wrestling. <clears throat> If you look, when we have Matt Hardy on as part of AEW, if you look at one of their top tag teams, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, who have openly stated that the Hardys were direct influences on them getting into wrestling, their style of wrestling. It was a direct influence onto who they you look are. Look at them and tell. <laughs> they even kind of look like them, like just naturally. Yeah, they, they very much do. But Matt Jackson is much more of the grounded, very good at promos, much more the grounded wrestler, Nick and Jackson, the older brother, <laughs> and the older brother, and Nick Jackson, the younger brother, a little bit more eccentric, a little bit more yeah. high flying and stuff. So yeah, it's it's very very similar, and that's the influence that they've had. Yeah, um, it's amazing to see. We had a shorter time with Jeff than what we had with Matt Hardy a few weeks ago. But if you want to hear the Matt Hardy interview, uh, the older Matt Hardy, uh, older brother Matt Hardy, uh, mm-hmm. go back a couple weeks ago. You'll you'll hear that. Uh, but right now, coming up after this break. You'll hear Jeff Hardy, and now we can say that we've had the Hardy Boys on Culture State. Yes. After this break. 
WWE Raw, Monday Night Raw is coming to Raleigh on September the 20th. And one of the superstars I've always loved to watch since uh, I was I was a kid is uh, more than likely going to be there because <laughs> since he's on a Raw brand, his name is Jeff Hardy. And uh, Jeff, I wanted to like not to make you feel old, but is to give you some flowers. I remember uh, I was talking to your brother about this uh, a couple weeks back when he was uh, on here. And I remember going to a show at Grimsley High School in Greensboro, North Carolina, where I'm from, uh, in 1995. And Willow the Wisp was on that show. And wow. um, and I found out a couple years after that, it was like, oh, man, that was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't realize that I saw Jeff Hardy uh, so young. So I've been literally watching you my entire life. And then, uh, of course, I ended up uh, training to be a pro wrestler at CWF Mid-Atlantic and Trevor Lee was uh one of my trainers and then there's the uh there's the uh connection with you down down there as well with Cameron North Carolina so literally there's been all kinds of connections so it's glad to have you on this right now oh that's awesome thanks for having me yeah it's amazing we were around Trevor when he was a newborn baby man it was yeah it's so crazy to see how great he's doing now and speaking of Willow I was just talking with the guy that makes these masks and made them back then uh about that he's such a uh awesome mask maker now to making this new uh willow mask we were talking about for a possibility of uh willow entering the scene once again before my career's over oh okay yeah. all right hey okay. i think that'll be pretty exciting for the fans to see yeah a little, oh. little nugget drop there yeah there we go it's gonna happen so jeff <laughs> raw's coming back to rally at pnc arena i want to take back to earlier in your wwe career one of the first TLC matches was at PNC Arena. It was a different name back then, but it was at PNC in Raleigh. What was it like showcasing the very first TLC match with you, your brother, Edge Christian, and the Dudleys, basically in your own backyard? Yeah, it's just an hour north of, of where we grew up, man. And uh, it was so cool because, again, that was another night that we actually brought something into reality that I just – scene in my mind and that was like two people hanging from those things that hold the titles and me and me and Devon Dudley I think that was the one yeah we were hanging up there and uh, it was just such a memorable thing uh because I was all young and invincible up there and kicking him trying to get him down but he wasn't ready was, stop it Jeff stop it. and it was just <laughs> such an amazing to see the people going crazy and so close to home and uh and yeah and watching that back still it's just I'm so blessed to be able to have done everything I've done I want to know uh, some of your favorite memories uh, outside of like a match like that, you know, where, you know, people of course know that match, but um, some of your favorite memories that people may not have realized uh, when it comes down to wrestling in North Carolina, maybe something on an independent scene or maybe, you know, a house show or something. What was one of your favorite memories from wrestling in the state of North Carolina? Oh gosh. Uh, we've had all the, uh, we used to do this, uh, these shows, uh, and the promotion was called Omega that Matt pretty much started all on his own. Uh, uh God, original, uh, something modern, extreme grappling arts, but it was such a cool name. And we did so many cool shows. And like, every time I would go out there as, you know, Jeff Hardy, uh, or Wolverine, you know, with my face painted, but then I would come out there as the kind of in between or heel, as Willow, man, all those nights were so special to me to go out there, be wrestling twice. And that's why Willow is so special uh, to me now in my heart and mind, because he was so, he was my main thing back then. The main thing I did, you know, but then I, I had the Jeff Hardy thing as well, but all those North Carolina matches with, with our ring and, 
and our promotion uh, doing those, it, it kind of made us who we are now. And, and we still hold on to our roots, you know, where we came from. And we never forget that. So uh, all those are near and dear within my heart. What makes professional wrestling just in the state of North Carolina as a whole so special? Uh, just being home and, and mainly like sleeping in your own bed, especially after Raleigh, man, driving back home and sleeping in your own bed. Because when you're out on the road, man, it gets it gets rough when you're gone so much. And now I have two daughters and a wife, you know, it's, that's, it's even harder now, but luckily things aren't as crazy as they were uh, back then. But yeah, just man, sleeping in your own bed at night, you can't beat that. And just, and just making North Carolina proud, man. That's always a good feeling. Um, I want to know about how the pandemic uh, went for you because, you know, WWE of course, for a long time was just kind of taping in um, Orlando or in Tampa um, you know, was on those those types of days where you pretty much, you know, at home six days a week, flying down really quick to do a quick show and coming back up. How was that for you? And and how was it trying to stay uh, in shape and, and trying to stay, you know, sharp and, and motivated during that whole time where everything was pretty much shut down and you guys weren't on the road? Yeah, the, the wildest thing, man, is um, like Matt was debuting in the other wrestling world and I was coming back from knee surgery when I came back to WWE and it, originally it was going to be in Detroit in front of like 20,000 people, but it was in Florida at the performance center in front of nobody, you know, complete mm. silence. And it was so strange. And then that evolved into the Thunderdome, which was crazy impressive in itself. But again, it was just super weird, but man, WWE don't mess around when, when they, mm. they got to get through hard times, they get through them. They do whatever they, they, they have to do to put on, uh, to put on a show each and every week. Uh, but I had wrestled AJ Styles that first night in the Thunderdome and won the Intercontinental Championship for like the fifth time or whatever. But uh, before we went out, I was like, man, I had the weirdest dream last night. Uh, we were having this great match for the IC title, but like there was 2,000 people watching us through Zoom. It was so <laughs> strange. But that's actually how it was that night. It was just I'm glad that I was a part of it because it's now you know a piece of history. Um, but yeah, it's just incredible, man. And that's why it's so exciting now to be back in front of live audiences. I think I've been out there like six or seven times now and it's so fresh and new. And uh, I'm sure the fans feel the same, the same way. And it's so nice to feel that, you know, natural adrenaline from them but, uh, again. And I can't wait to, to feel that in Raleigh. You talked about Willow the Wisp uh, potentially coming back at some point, but what's left for, for Jeff Hardy to, um, to accomplish as, as a pro wrestler? What, what do you have left on your bucket list that you want to knock off? Uh, definitely my number one dream match, uh, is Roman Reigns. And my number one title is to be the universal champion one time, you know, before it's done. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where I am with that. And I actually want to do a swanton off of an actual 20 foot ladder. I don't know if you know how big these 20 foot ladders are, but they're a real thing and they are massive. And I, to <laughs> I totally believe it's possible to drag one of those out and put somebody through a table. Wow. Okay. All right. So we're still going to take risks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not as many, not, not as frequent, but yeah, yeah, for sure. They're They're going to be involved. How at this point in your career, just the evolution of being in the professional wrestling business for as long as you've been in, how do you still continue to find ways to be creative and do something new, whether it's in the ring or with your character, how do you continue to be creative? Uh, that's it's step for me. That's it's with the paint. I mean, when I see an action figure that comes out and a, a, a certain design, I remember doing and in the moment, I didn't think it was that great, but then that's what makes it all worth worthwhile. You know, um, is to just see that stuff. And like when I'm in the process of painting my face, most of the time I'm, I'm going, man, it, this, this sucks. I, I don't like this, but 
then two or three days later, I look back and I go, wow, that was, that was pretty cool. That looked pretty good on TV. So that's, in my opinion, you know, Steve Austin had his middle fingers and his beer and, and the rock was just incredibly charismatic on the mic. And I've got my face paint, you know, and, and I, and I owe that to the ultimate warrior and sting. I mean, the road warriors, everybody who's done that in the past. Uh, that's why I am who I am uh, today. And it's hard, man, to be unique and original because so much has been done, but uh, that's my deal, man. I got that paint and I, I roll with it. One thing I always thought was cool about you is not only just the face paint, but your artistic presentation all around. You had your music, um, you know, the way that you, you know, kind of present yourself physically, the tattoos, um, you know, just everything all together. And it always you could always tell that you really beat um, you, you really marched to the beat of your own drum. Um, and it was kind of cool. Just the little bit that I was in pro wrestling before television really took off for me being able to be around you at the Omega show that was in Cameron where you guys went against the Briscoes, uh, kind of seeing you guys' uh, you know, creative process right there uh, at CWF, kind of seeing certain things happen there. And it's, it's really like, you know, Jeff Hardy is going to be Jeff Hardy, his own person. Um, you know, what, what, where does all of this come from and, and how do you get the confidence into, you know, really being able to put your all into the things that you want to hear, the things that you want to see, uh, the things that you want to, you know, experience in wrestling and, and being able to put that out there in the forefront. Uh, man, I, it, it's just uh, so many people come up to me and, and say, man, I just want to thank you for you really helped me to be unafraid of, of being myself. And that's always been my thing. I, I've just always wanted to be unique and, and kind of like I, I've never been concerned about fitting in, more concerned about fitting out and just being you know, strange. Um, and actually speaking of normal, I mean, just even now I'm 44 years old and still able to do this. It's definitely, I think it's got a lot to do with faith and spirituality, especially, you know, our mother died at a young age and my father just passed away a few months ago. Now my, my human creators are, are one now in the spiritual world. I think that's got a lot to do with it because, uh, I haven't done this on my own. There's something always that has been with me for sure, without a doubt. And my brother as well. It's just incredible. We're still able to do what we do out there in that ring. Uh, but yeah, man, being yourself is so paramount uh, for, for life as far as I'm concerned, man. When there's when I feel like I have to do something that somebody wants me to do or be a certain way, I'm just always like, I'm going to do the opposite, you know. And, and I'm glad that people understand that, especially when they thank me for inspiring them to, to do the same. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but a few of my friends, we've talked about this. We've said that Jeff Hardy is... Um, you know, the little Wayne of wrestling where little Wayne kind of came out of nowhere and, and kind of got big and was the biggest wrestler at one point. And now it feels like all the rappers are looking like and wanting to be like Lil Wayne. It feels like there's a lot of wrestlers that want to look like and be like Jeff Hardy as well. Do you do you see that? Do you notice your influence on the pro wrestling world? That's crazy. Cool. You said that because I've been doing <laughs> a lot of uh, like acoustic shows with my Carolina guitar player and they've been going really well. And I've been doing this thing in between songs to where I just want to explain real quick of what I think I am, like who influenced me. Uh, but I'm like, I'm genreless, I always say, but I think uh, like Pearl Jam's my favorite band. So I think I'm kind of a mix of, of Eddie Vedder, Johnny Cash and Lil Wayne. I've been saying that like so many times. Like, I'm a little bit of all those, all three of those guys. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just, it's so, I never knew how, how powerful it was until like, just recently at these, you know, meeting people and them just saying, man, yeah, yeah, you're a legend, man. When I hear the word goat, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I'm like, no, man, that's crazy. But it's, it's awesome to know that I've, I've reached so many people without even knowing it. 
Well, Dennis and I do a radio show on 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh. We got to get you on to do some live guitar if you ever want to do it yeah. one day. Oh, that'd be great. Definitely we'll get your contacts, man. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah come, on, come on up to Raleigh. We'll definitely let you on for sure. Oh, yeah. sweet. Sounds great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, Jeff, you mentioned that you've been doing this for a long, long time. It, have you thought about when this might might be done like when you might be done in the ring or you're just going to keep going until you're until you've realized one day you're like oh, okay i'm good like what, what's the what's the end do you have, have you yeah i i don't know i'm just um seriously the biggest thing i've took away from the recovery world is like just living one day at a time and really trying to focus on that it's easier said than done sometimes because it's hard not to think about the future especially with kids and you know stressful things that actually are, are part of human life but um yeah i don't know i just uh, from week to week match to match man i i still go in there like you know this could be my last match you know sometimes it's the little things that kill man it's the simplest things that mm. that hurt you bad so um yeah I, i'm just uh, i don't think about it i just live live day to day week to week match to match and uh and man so far so great i've been i can't believe i feel this this good 44 years into my life. Well, WWE Raw coming to uh, Raleigh September 20th. I know you're uh, you're short on time, but uh, you know fans, go ahead and get your tickets. They are available right now. You can see the legend, the GOAT, Jeff Hardy, uh, right there live in Raleigh at PNC Arena. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all so much, man. We want to thank Mr. Jeff Hardy for joining us on the Culture State Podcast. Uh, can't wait to go to Raw with you next week, my man. Yeah, man. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. We've got some stuff in store. We're gonna kind of keep it a secret for now. Mm -hmm. But well, you're gonna hear for the moment. Yeah, you're gonna hear more from uh, Dennis and I when it comes down to uh, what happened at Monday Night Raw on uh, September the twentieth. Trust me, you're gonna want to tune in. It's it's gonna be on the next episode of the Culture State Podcast. Oh yeah, make sure you definitely follow in. Uh, follow us on that. You know, follow us on on Twitter and Instagram at Culture State Pod. We'll be posting stuff throughout there. Might even throw some stuff here on the 99.9 The Fan YouTube page, which you can watch all of our episodes if you haven't done so already. So there's a lot of places that you're gonna find some little nuggets and behind the scenes stuff that uh, we'll 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 be privy to. I gave a little bit more information out there than what you did, Chris. Sorry if I gave away a little bit too much. But yeah, we're going to have a little bit more for you when it comes to this. So what if we end up having like a whole like unplugged um, session with yes. Jeff Hardy? Yes. Like just, you know, we have this on on. This could be a whole episode of the Culture State Podcast. Just him just playing songs. I'm How cool would that be? Yes. I'm 100%. You know, actually, what we should do, Chris, we should we should bring this up with Jeff next time we talk to him, is if he were to maybe like create a beat or something like that, and you and I come up with the lyrics to it. That way, we put like a nice culture state song mm. together, Jeff Hardy. I'm just saying. Or he could do the guitar. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I could program the drums on my yeah. drum machine, and I'll write lyrics. You know, hey, we can we can make that happen. Uh, I think that'll be cool. Um, we gotta call it. We gotta call it something cool. The Swan Toners, <laughs> Swan Town Bombers. <laughs> oh, I don't know how well that would go over. <laughs> no, we'll call ourselves the Swan Town Bombers. Okay, all right, that's all right. Well, it's a working title. We'll call yeah, it a working we'll, title. Or we'll, we'll get to it. it. You know, the, to we it. can we can mess around. We can fiddle around with it. Yeah, uh, but I'm definitely excited to see um, you know Raw uh, coming up on next Monday in Raleigh. Um, you know, it's one of those things where for 
I think since 1993, mm-hmm. I've been to at least one wrestling event per calendar year. Okay. Um, and that's something that I wanted to keep up. 2020, I just happened to be able to get one in before the pandemic in January of uh, 2020 when SmackDown came to Greensboro. Okay. If it weren't for that, you know, I wouldn't have had one in 2020. Um, I went to a WWE house show in Charlotte um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, of course, you went to the AEW show in Charlotte. I did. So now we'll get a chance to go to Raw, uh, Raw and Raleigh together. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The, actually, the, the wrestling event that I caught last year before the pandemic was in January. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling came mm. to uh, okay. there's the Durham Armory, and that was an absolute blast because it was a lot of guys that I had only ever seen online. Uh, so we get to see so many different people I've only seen, you know, through the internet. Uh, so that was an absolute blast of a time. I was supposed to watch NXT, uh, but that obviously got canceled back. They're supposed to come to believe Durham as well, actually, uh, or some. I can't remember where exactly it was. I know they were supposed to come to um, to Greensboro, but I, they may have been doing a loop in North Carolina. Yeah. They, um, they're stopping at a couple places, yeah. but that I all got canceled due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I'm kind of like you. I like to at least get to one wrestling event a year, whether it's an independent show or you know a major promotion like WWE. It's um, there's nothing like wrestling live in person. Like at home can be very fun to watch because you have the different cuts of the camera angles, and if you have really good commentary, it adds to the match. But mm-hmm. going to a live event, nothing like it in the world of wrestling. My sister growing up, she always hated when I would watch pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Whenever wrestling came in town, she was like, Oh, can you get me a ticket? She absolutely hated when I like, really? Oh, you watching wrestling? And, oh my God. Oh, this is so boring. But when wrestling came to town, she wanted to be there with me ah. in person. And, and I mean, it's just one of those types of events. So uh, if you've never uh, been to a, a pro wrestling event and you're in the Raleigh area, or if you're just in North Carolina within a driving distance of, of Raleigh, Trust me, it'll be worth the drive. Uh, it'll be live on television, um, and so it's going to look good. So uh, tickets are available right now. Uh, go to, um, I guess, I don't know. What is it? Ticketmaster? I don't know. Yeah, Ticketmaster, WWE. Some, something. WWE. Website. There are plenty of places to go find it. But yeah, go to WWE's are, website. Yeah, if you are going to the show, hit us up. Because, again, we're going to be there. We'd love to meet you. Hit us up. You can follow we- me at the fan rookie. Yeah, follow me at Chris Lee TV. I was going to say we should um, maybe figure out a, a, a way to get with uh, some WWE fans beforehand and eat some. You know, I don't know. Maybe meet at a bar or something. I don't know. So get, get you some French fries, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a salad. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We'll, we'll figure with out. a nice vinaigrette. Yeah. Because <laughs> ranch, you know, is just, you know. Has dairy in it. Uh, yeah, ranch is no. also gross. So that's totally fine. Um, ranch is like man. Oh my god, everything is gross to you. Well, ranch is like mayonnaise, and it's disgusting. Just gonna throw that out there right now. It is, I guess it is, but I guess it's mayonnaise with pepper in it. So I think that makes it better for me. But you know, the vegan version of that. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening to the Culture State Podcast. <laughs> We'll have more. Listen, you want to stay tuned for next week because next week we're going to have uh, a mixed bag of a lot of different uh, surprises uh, for you. It's going to be a great show. Trust me on that. You will hear it right here. Wherever you get all your podcasts, give us five stars, please. Thick five stars. Two T's. I mean, two C's. But you could put two T's in there, too. Put two T's there. You can put two T's. 
stick. <laughs> Yo, the you hear that song? Simple, B. Oh, I guess it's time for me to wrap it up. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. The Culture State Podcast, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, with new shows coming out every Wednesday. Download and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts, including the WREL Sports Fan app.